It is 17 minutes before the hour here on the Drive Large Radio Show. We're pleased to be in studio with Paul Rivard. He's the service manager at Auto Care Plus, at least the one right here in Manchester at 991 Candia Road. His counterpart, Kurt's, waiting for you to pop in for a visit at 738 Daniel Webster Highway in Merrimack, just south of the Bedford border. I have no clue who's up in Wolfboro, but there are a lot of people there on Center Street. That's Route 28. The old Chevy dealership now is in their fold. And if you ever go down east, there's a dude out there in South Portland, Maine, AutoCare Plus. They're your dealer alternative. Visit AutoCarePlus.com. That's AutoCarePlus.com to find out why. Good morning, Paul. Morning, Rich. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm unbelievable. <laughs> I heard that earlier. Yeah. That's, um, that's pretty impressive for this early in the morning. Well, you know, the thing about unbelievable is it can, it, 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 no matter what the situation, you can be passionately, enthusiastically, and believably unbelievable <laughs> without anybody knowing whether it's good or bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. An old salesman's trick. Anyhow, uh, you know, I have an interesting story for you. Shoot. It has to do with my snowblower. Okay. Which I which I called Mike Laverty over at Equipment Works of Manchester to come pick up the other day to get it ready for winter. I hated doing it, but I figured if I waited till October or November, I'd be screwed. You'd be in line with everybody else. Yes. So probably good to get it done early. Yeah, and for some reason, I felt compelled to share that with you. Oh, do you think we're going to talk about snow tires today? <laughs> we sadly, started too last sad, week. Sadly, I remember that we started too last week, but I just I just don't want to hear it. You know, I've got a great big truck. It's got four really big tires. I got a minivan that have got tires that are bigger than you think. And the idea of dropping, you know, cash on snow tires at any time of the year bugs me. But talk to me, Paul. I'm open to it. I'm listening. <laughs> well, um, all season tires are decent if you get caught in a little bit of snow an inch here and there. A snow tire has a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. It's designed differently. The rubber compound is different. It's more made to actually handle snow. Um, your basic all season tire will displace a little bit of snow, but if you get any decent amounts, it'll end up basically just the snow gets packed into the tread, the tire becomes slick, and you get no traction. The idea behind a snow tire is. The softer rubber, the bigger lugs, the snow gets pitched back out of the tire so that it can come back around again, re-grip the snow, and pitch it back out Mm -hmm. um, continuously so that you actually have grip and you can drive down the road rather than sliding around like most But if I have traction control or I have all-wheel drive or I have four-wheel drive, what's the big whoop? Well, those items definitely help, but... Traction control only does so much. Traction control actually reduces engine power or adds braking to a wheel to um, kind of help regain traction when you cannot get yeah. it. Nothing, but, uh, nothing like more than when my traction control is so effective the car actually stays stuck. It, that's what happens a lot of times. The car sometimes a car doesn't even really move because the traction control is trying to get traction, and no matter what, your tires just can't handle it. <laughs> and you know what I do? I disengage the traffic con- the tra- and then I spin. <laughs> And eventually you get out of there. But, yeah, that that actually with some of the systems, because it's so – it actually works well for the right situation. But it's not going to resolve, you know, trying to get traction in in a foot of snow or trying to get traction when your tires are either bald or just not proper for the the conditions that you're in. It will help most of the time. But it's not going to give you traction in in those situations. Gotcha. So, all right, well, talk to me about – 
all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive. I mean, why aren't these modern advancements in technology um, able to overcome the snow tire, which was created back when rear-wheel drive was all they had? Well, all-wheel drive and, and four-wheel drive, which are pretty much the same thing. Most of the time when you, you hear the different terminology, all-wheel drive is a car or a truck that you don't switch it out. It does it either automatically or it drives all the wheels all the time. Four-wheel drive, you either have an electric or a manual shifter mm-hmm. to disengage or engage it. Yes, they work well, but same thing. It, the tires are limited to how much traction, how much if, – if the snow gets packed in the tire and the tire goes to turn, it's going to turn into a slick. It's going to turn completely smooth and it's not going to grip. Yes, you have four wheels turning to do it instead of two that you're uh, putting power to the ground with, so it will be better. But if the tires can't displace the snow, get the snow back out of the grooves so that they can grab grip more, it doesn't matter if you've got six-wheel drive. Can you, can you actually create a greater liability for yourself safety-wise or control-wise if you have four, you know, all or four-wheel drive um, and you lose control, you start to spin – with all four tires going, what I'm wondering there is, do you lose control if you're in four-wheel drive, all four tires are spinning, and you're not getting any traction, and you start to slide? Is there an additional liability there that wouldn't exist if you just had two wheels going? Um, or does it, is it too situational to know? It's probably too situational. It would depend what's happening at the time. I mean, let's say you're coming down a hill, and you hit the brakes, and you start to slide. Mm-hmm. You're probably no better with two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive in that instance, because neither one of them controls your braking ability or anything like that. And once you start to slide, we all, we've all done it. The only thing you do is let off the brakes and hope you, you can get steering control back. Because if you can't, you're going to go wherever the car wants to go, wherever you're sliding into. So I don't think – yeah, maybe in certain situations it would help, but most of the time it probably doesn't. I mean, there's some – got people out there that you know, they know how to drive better than some, and they'll start to slide. The, the front will start to slide, so they'll step on the gas in a regular, regular wheel-wheel drive car and get it to kind of slide over to straighten the car out, things like that. So – once again, situational, sometimes it would actually be better just to have rear-wheel drive. But, yeah, depending on the situation, it's probably not much better all the way around. Gotcha. All right. And um, so now snow tires, do they have a limited seat? I mean, if I go in December or January and say, all right, I cry, uncle, I'm going to get my snow tires. You may not find them then, depending on how quick and how fast the snow in the winter starts. If we get snow early, let's say – I hate to say it, end October, beginning of November, which has happened, all of a sudden people rush out and start getting snow tires. You wait till December or January. They only manufacture so many a year based on you know projections of sales. And if you have a real popular car with a real popular size and we have a bad winter, there may not be any in December or January because they've sold out of them. They're not making any more until probably July or August of the following year stacking up for the next season. So if you are going to do it, you definitely want to plan on doing it sooner rather than later. Um, usually, we usually say mid-November to put them on. Um, but at that point, even like if it starts to snow early, you might want to at least make the phone call and reserve so a set. So you're telling me that I should buy them before I put them on? You can reserve it. We can order them. and Well, we could anyways, or anybody can order a set and just hold them until it's time to put them on. Yes. Okay. What else is on your agenda today? Um. We had a, an interesting – actually, it's been twice this week we've got letters from a couple of customers, letters, actually handwritten letters, not emails, uh, of customers who you – know, long-time customers say, geez, you know, I'm really sorry. I bought a new car, so I won't be coming to see you for a while because i got to take it to the dealer to get it serviced. 
you don't have to take it to the dealer to get well, it yeah, serviced. Why do so many people think that people have to take the car they bought at the dealer to the dealer to service? Is it a warranty thing? Well, the warranty service has to be done at the dealer. Absolutely. Christine in Manchester just sent me a note saying her son Christopher just told me to get his snow tires. <laughs> to get her snow tires. There you go. Somebody's thinking. Somebody's listening. All right. So – the warranty work, anything under warranty has to be done by the dealer. They don't pay outside shops to do that work. But that being said, your regular maintenance to maintain the warranty, your oil changes, your tire rotations, your fluid services, anything else that needs to be done, as long as you do what the manufacturer requires at the manufacturer's intervals, you can do that wherever you want. So, but I'm assuming that wherever you go is got to be able to prove if there's ever a warranty issue. That, oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. record-keeping is important. Record-keeping is important. I mean, let's face it, pretty much everybody out there is on some type of computer system. So they should be able to keep records that way. You should be getting a printed invoice. And you want to make sure that, like, especially now with oil changes. So the invoice that gets printed will show, you know, what was done, when it was done, and all that fun stuff. So people don't need necessarily to go back to the to – the, the, uh, the garage where they had the work done to get the records. No, no. I mean, we give an invoice with every vehicle. It has their vehicle ID number on it. It has the mileage at the time. has, um, you know, what was serviced, the grade of the oil. And what I was was about to say is, especially with the new oils now, all these cars have the 020 synthetics. There's 520s, 530s. There's so many different grades. There's so many different specs. The manufacturer requires a certain grade and spec of oil. You've got to make sure that you put the right stuff in there. If you if you don't put the right oil in, you have an engine failure. Man, I can't just look. go grab that quart that's been on the shelf in my garage for a couple of years. No, that's and... probably from your lawnmower or your snowblower. <laughs> you probably don't want to put that in there. Well, you I don't should... have a garage. I just oh. you know I just remember growing up. You know, my father always had a quart of oil or something hanging yeah. out in the garage. I mean, garage. back then it was probably. 10.30 was, you know, yeah, the standard 30, for, for yeah. everything. But now it's it's so much different. You want to make sure you're putting the right oil in there to, to maintain the manufacturer's warranty. If you have to top off, if you're a quart low and you, all right, I'm in a pinch and I don't have the right grade, not the end of the world, but you really should be looking for what's supposed to be in there because they're going to look for any reason they can. To, to get out of the warranty. To get out of the warranty. Now, are the engines really that sensitive that if you use the wrong oil, you're going to cause that kind of damage? Um. I don't believe so, and that's just my opinion. I can't tell you for sure. Um, you, you know, like you said, if, you, if you go way off base, yeah, I would say so. Like, like a zero twenty is a very thin oil. Okay, you get like a fifteen forty, which is like for a diesel truck. That's thick. Like when it's cold, that's like pouring molasses versus zero twenty pours like water. Yeah, your engine's probably gonna notice a difference with that, especially because you have so many um, oil fed valves and solenoids within the motor to, to help the emission systems run, that oil has to go through these small ports. If, you, if your oil is a lot thicker, the pressure is going to be different, and it's going to affect the way the car runs, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's too much. I'm sorry, just seeing something on Facebook. Yes, that was, uh, yeah, uh, another listener wanted us to know, Christopher wanted us to know that he was listening, which is why he told his mother to go get snow tires. Uh-huh. Mom told us on Facebook, and now now he's chiming in too. That, that's right. <laughs> it's our number one fan, Christopher Duffley. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, don't need to go to the dealership 
in order to service the card that you bought there. No warranty issues as long as you can show that the warranty the work was done according to yeah. manufacturer specifications. The, ma- the maintenance that they require at the intervals right. is done at the right time. And you would have to provide the records. So. Yes. Yeah, if you ever had a problem, you'd have to prove. They would ask for proof that you had those Now, do snow tires done. come with warranties like you will never get stuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rivard of Auto Care Plus, as always, we appreciate your being with us here on the Dried at Large radio show. Do snow tires come with any warranties? They do have a manufacturer's warranty on based on um, not necessarily a mileage warranty on snow tires because they are made of a softer compound. They don't last as long. But there's definitely um, a manufacturer's warranty against defects and whatnot. So if there's a problem with the tire, it's it's covered. But not really tire wear like you hear. All these tires are good for 70,000 miles. Not necessarily with a snow tire. They're not designed the same way. Gotcha. AutoCarePlus.com is where you can learn more about why they call themselves your dealer alternative. You can find Paul at 991 Candia Road. You can find Kurt at 738 Daniel Webster Highway in Merrimack, just shy of the Bedford border. All right. Who's in Wolfboro on Center Street? Tom. Tom. Well, you get Tom and Scott. Actually, there's two Scots up there. And um, you have Kevin and Matt in South Portland. In South Portland. All right. AutoCarePlus.com. As always, Paul, we appreciate your being with us. Thanks, Rich. Say hey to the crew. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. Brought to us by Mayor Ted Gatzis. What's his threat on education? It's to create new public-private partnerships in addition to the ones he's already built, where the Manchester School District incentivizes principals, building leaders, and teachers to showcase programming and achievement and be rewarded with recognition. The mayor plans to create Manchester's own unique version of the Education Excellence Awards. Learn more about his thread on education at tedgatsis.com. That's tedgatsis.com. While you're there, share your ideas, share your thoughts. The mayor wants to hear from you.